أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وموالاه رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقه قولي اللهم لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا وعلمنا ما ينفعنا وزدنا علما آمين يا رب العالمين Respected elders Honored congregation And respected listeners of the voice of the Cape أحييكم بتحية الإسلام I greet you with a universal greeting of peace and I say assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. All praise and thanks is due to Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our creator, our cherisher, our nourisher and the sustainer of all the worlds. Peace and blessings on our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam upon his family his friends, and all those who follow him. Usikum wa nafsi awwalan Allah. I remind myself first of all, and then for each and everyone present here today, as well as the listeners to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at all times. فَإِنَّ تَقْوَى اللَّهِ هِيَ خَيْرُ الْوَسِيلَةَ نَتَقَرَّبُ بِهَا إِلَىٰ خَالِقِنَا يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ For it is that taqwa Allah, that consciousness in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which will ultimately bring us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala day of qiyamah, يَوْمَ لَا تَمْلِكُ نَفْسٌ لِنَفْسٍ شَيْئًا That day when no man will have anything to do with the other, وَالْأَمْرُ يَوْمَ إِذٍ لِلَّهِ And the day... When the command will solely come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jamaat al-Muslimin, as requested by the MJC, we have a unified khutbah on the merits of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'een. Now one of the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, مَنْ كَانَ مُسْتَنَّنْ فَلْيَسْتَنَّ بِمَنْ قَدَمَاتِ فَإِنَّ الْحَيَّ لَا تُؤْمَنُ عَلَيْهِ الْفِتْنَةِ He says, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, he relates and he says that whomsoever desires to follow a path. Whomsoever desires to look for an example in life. Then let him look for that example. Or let him follow those who have already passed on. For the living have not yet overcome their trials and their tribulations. In other words, what he is saying is that those who have passed on, 
those who have come before us, they were faced with very much the same tests, the same trials, the same tribulations that we are faced with today. However, they have already successfully overcome their tests. They have already successfully overcome their trials and their tribulations. And therefore, look at their example. Look at the manner in which they were able to overcome their tests and their trials and their tribulations. But then he goes on and he says, I am speaking specifically of the Ashab of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And specifically speaking of the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They have come before us. They were faced with very much the same tests, the same challenges, the same trials, the same tribulations that we are faced with. But they have successfully overcome those. Ulaika ashabu Muhammad, they are the companions of the Messenger of, of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Kanu wallahi afdala hadihi al And he says, the reason why I am informing you to follow their footsteps. To look at them as role models. The reason for that is because they were, without a shadow of a doubt, the best of this ummah. They were the most virtuous of this ummah. كانوا والله أفضل هذه الأمة. They were the purest of hearts. And not only that, they had the deepest knowledge. He says, وَأَعْمَقُهَا عِلْمًا They did not only have knowledge, but they had the best understanding. The best understanding of the Qur'an. They had the best understanding of the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then he says, another reason why you should follow the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, why you should look at them as examples for yourselves, or for ourselves rather. He says, because قَوْمٌ اِخْتَارَهُمُ اللَّهُ لِصُحْبَةِ نَبِيِّهِ He says that they were a people whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself has chosen to be the companions of the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They were a people whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself has chosen to be the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَإِقَامَةِ دِينِهِ and they were a people whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose to assist Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in establishing the deen of Islam. 
And therefore, he's saying, acknowledge. Acknowledge their merits. Acknowledge their virtue. Acknowledge the fact that they were the best of the after the Anbiya alayhim salatu wassalam. And he ends off by saying, So follow them. Follow their example. Emulate them, he is he saying. He's saying, emulate them, emulate the example. وَتَمَسَّكُوا بِمَا اسْتَطَعْتُمْ مِنْ أَخْلَاقِهِمْ And hold steadfast, hold on to their character, their conduct, and their person. In recognizing the merits and the virtue of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'een and when we say the Sahaba we mean all of them Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself makes mention of the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he says A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan rajim والسابقون الأولون من المهاجرين والأنصار والذين اتبعوهم بإحسان الله سبحانه وتعالى makes mention of the سابقون الأولون سابقون الأولون were the forerunners in faith in other words they were the ones who embraced Islam first they accepted the message of Islam first Allah specifically makes mention of them. The likes of Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu. Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu anhu. Sayyidina Uthman ibn Affan. Sayyidatina Khadija radiallahu anha. Sumayya. And so we can go on and on. The Sabiqoon al-Awwaloon. Those who were first in accepting the message of Islam. Min al-Muhajireen, of the Muhajireen, those who migrated to Medina. Wal-Ansar, the inhabitants of Medina. Wal-Ladheena attaba'uhum bi-ihsan, and whomsoever followed them in righteousness and in goodness. In goodness. In other words, and whomsoever followed them in accepting the message of Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about them in the Quran, in Surah Tawbah, verse number 100. Allah says, Radiallahu anhum wa Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he speaks about the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
those who accepted the message first, the message of Islam first, and those who have come after him. Allah Ta'ala says, Radiyallahu Anhum, that Allah Himself is pleased with them. Radiyallahu Anhum wa Radu'an, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Himself is pleased with them, and they are pleased with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Can we imagine this Jamaat Muslimin? Or do we, do we actually realize what Allah Ta'ala is saying here? Can we understand that Allah, the creator of the heavens and the earth, that Allah, the creator of the entire of humanity, that Allah, the one who needs nothing from us, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Maliki Yawmiddin, the Master, the King of the Day of Judgment, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself says, Allah, that Allah is pleased with them. Allah is satisfied with them. The question then remains, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself says that Allah is pleased with them, that Allah is satisfied with them, can we in any way not be pleased with them? Can we in any way not be satisfied with them? If Allah mentions, and please understand this, that Allah Himself, Allah says, Allah, that Allah is pleased with Him, Allah is satisfied with Him. So shouldn't we, as the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then also be pleased and satisfied with Him? Because Allah says, Wa'a'addalahum. Jannatin tajri tahtahal anhar. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared for them, for the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared for them the Jannah. The companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Who is the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? The companions of the Nabi alayhi salatu wa salam. They are those who have seen Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in his lifetime. They are the companions. All of them. A'addalahum. Allah then says that Allah has prepared for them the Jannah. Tajri tahtaha al-anhar, the Jannah with rivers are flowing beneath it. Khalidina fiha abada, and they will remain in Jannah forever. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says is ultimate success. That is ultimate success. How many of our youth today, they are in search or looking for role models, 
How many of our youth today, and even ourselves for that matter, we want to be like the celebrities, but even more so we want to be them. We admire the soccer players, we admire the actors and the actresses <coughs> to the extent that if any of them should come with an haircut tomorrow, no matter how weird that haircut is, but we want it. We want that haircut. We want that style. We want to be like them. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says are true role models. The companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They were people that not only accepted the message of Islam, but they sacrificed everything that they had for the deen of Islam. They sacrificed everything that they had to see that this deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reaches all four corners of the world. Jamaat al-Muslimin, when they started the call to Islam, when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was now commanded to openly call to Islam, and the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'een, they assisted Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in this regard. They were tortured. They were persecuted. They were tortured on a daily basis to the extent that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sent some of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'een on the first hijrah to Abyssinia. And the slaves, they had it the worst. Sayyidina Bilal radiallahu anhu, who was placed in the heart of the desert, in the heat of the desert. He was whipped until he couldn't take it anymore. A huge rock was placed on him. For a simple reason that he said, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And all that the Quraysh wanted at the time was for him to denounce that. But the only thing that came from the tongue of Sayyidina Bilal radiallahu anhu was ahad, ahad. That Allah is one. This was the sacrifices that they had to endure. When Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the companions, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with them. When they migrated to Medina, they left behind their homes. They left behind their belongings. 
they left behind a place that they loved very much. Even Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam himself, when he left Mecca, he gave one last glance at Mecca and he said, Wallahi inna kila khayru ardillah. He says, Wallahi, I take an oath by Allah, exumba by Allah, that you are the best land of Allah. You are the most beloved land of Allah by Allah. And was it not that I was forced to leave you, then I would never have left. So these companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, they left behind their homes, they left behind their belongings for one purpose and one purpose only so that they could say La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam without the fear of being persecuted. This is the sacrifices that they had to endure. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of this in the Quran. He makes mention of this in the Quran in Surah Hashr. Lilfuqara al Muhajirin al Ladina Ukrijumin Diyarihim. For those poor Muhajirin, those migrants who left their homes and left their belongings. Those who were expelled from their homes and their properties, seeking the bounty and the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah's approval, Allah's satisfaction. Allah ta'ala says about them, they are the truthful ones. وَالَّذِينَ تَبَوَّأُوا الدَّارَ وَالْإِيمَانَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ يُحِبُّونَ مَنْ هَاجَرَ إِلَيْهِمْ Those are the muhajireen that we just spoke of. Then Allah Ta'ala speaks about the Ansar, the inhabitants of Medina, that when the muhajireen migrated to them to Medina, they welcomed the muhajireen with open arms. They welcomed the muhajireen with open arms and they bared no grudges against them. Shabbat <coughs> Muslimin, at that particular moment, when the muhajireen, when they migrated to Medina, the Ansar, the Ansar opened up their homes for the muhajireen. And it did not only stop there, The one Ansar tells the Muhajireen, I give you half of everything that I possess, I give it to you. It's yours. And wallahi, they did it without wanting anything in return. These are the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The very companions that fought in the battle of Badr. The very companions that fought in the battle of Uhud. 
the battle of Khandaq and so we can go on and on and on but more so the very companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam who were willing to sacrifice their lives for the deen of Islam my question again is can we speak ill of them can we speak bad about any of them When Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he says Do not swear at my companions Do not speak ill of my companions La tasubbu ashabi min ba'di Do not speak ill of my companions after my demise Because if each and every one of you should give in gold the amount of Jabal Uhud, of Mount Uhud, then that is not even yet equivalent to even half of what the companions have sacrificed for the deen of Islam. There is not even half of what the companions sacrificed for the deen of Islam. When Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Alaykum bi sunnati, hold steadfast on my example, hold steadfast on my sunnah, wa sunnati al khulafai rashidina min ba'di. And hold steadfast on the khal on the, the Khulafa' al-Rashidin, those who come after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, hold steadfast unto their example, says the Nabi alayhi salatu wa salam. Can we then still speak ill of them? And yet Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam doesn't stop there. He says, عَضُّوا عَلَيْهَا بِالنَّوَاجِثِ He says, hold fast onto the example of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and that of the Khulafa and those who come after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He says, hold fast onto that the same way as you would hold a piece of meat with your molars. If you try to pull it, you cannot let go. You won't be able to get it loose. That is how Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, hold steadfast onto it. My dear brothers, my dear sisters, and my dear listeners, one can go on and on and on on speaking about the merits of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'in. The virtue of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'in Because I haven't even made mention of half of the ayat That is relating to the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'in in the Quran Time does not allow But suffice for us to know Is that they were the best of this ummah Khayrul Qurun Qarni says Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
the best the best of people are those who live in the lifetime of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam how can they not be the best if they had the opportunity to sit by the feet of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam how can they not be the best if they had the opportunity to listen to the Quran from the mouth of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam how could they not be the best if they had the opportunity to see Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, to witness his example firsthand, how could they not be the best if they were the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam? The ones, they, they were not only the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, they were the close advisors of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. My question then is, would Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam allow a bad person would Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam allow someone who lies, someone who steals, etc, etc. Would Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam allow that person to be his close advisor? One small example. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is... Commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to migrate from Mecca to Medina. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam leaves his home. And the very, very first place that he goes to is home. He goes to Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu. He goes to Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu. And he says to him, Ya Abu Bakr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded me to migrate to Medina. Jamaat al-Muslimin, can we picture this? The Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam comes to Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu and he says, Ya Abu Bakr, Ya Abu Bakr, I've been commanded to migrate to Medina and immediately the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's mouth wasn't even closed yet and he said, Asuhbataka Ya Rasulallah, shall I accompany you Ya Rasulallah? Knowing what was happening at the time in Mecca, the Muslims were being persecuted. The Muslims were being tortured. At that moment in time, they wanted to kill Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the first person that the Nabi alayhi salatu wasallam goes to is Sayyidina Abu Bakr siddiq radiallahu anhu. And knowing that they wanted nothing else but to kill Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, without even thinking Sayyidina Abu Bakr siddiq radiallahu anhu says, As-suhbataka ya Rasulullah. They journeying to Medina. And Sayyidina Abu Bakr is first on the right side of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then he's in front of Rasulullah. And then he's on the left side of Rasulullah. And then he's behind Rasulullah. The Nabi alayhi sallallahu wa sallam says, Ya Abu Bakr, why are you riding in this particular manner? He says, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as we are crossing the desert, I think to myself, what if someone comes and attacks Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam from the right hand side and then I'm on the right of you, Ya Rasulullah? And while I'm there, I think, now what if someone attacks Rasulullah from, the, from in front and then I'm in front of you, Ya Rasulullah? 
And what if someone attacks Rasulullah sallallahu from, from the from the left, and then I'm on the left on the side of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That was the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajba'een. They were willing to sacrifice their life for the deen of Islam. They were willing to sacrifice their life for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Kan ons nog slecht praat van inag van die Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajba'een. I end off Jamaat al-Muslimin by saying that we as human beings, we make mistakes and we err. Allah has created us weak. The only ones that were ma'asum, that did not make mistakes and did not do wrong was the Anbiya alayhimussalam. Other than that, we are all human. Other than that, the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'een, they were all human. So did some of them make mistakes? Yes. Did some of them err? Yes. But let us listen to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says for all's mark dua. And Allah Ta'ala teaches us a dua in Surah Hashr. And the dua is, رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لَنَا وَلِإِخْوَانِنَا الَّذِينَ سَبَقُونَا بِالْإِيمَانِ Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala teaches us that when we make dua, we make dua for ourselves, but we don't stop there. We make dua for others as well. And Allah teaches us, when you make dua, you say, Rabbana ghfir lana, oh Allah, forgive us. And you add on to that dua, وَلِإِخْوَانِنَا الَّذِينَ سَبَقُونَا بِالْإِيمَانِ And oh Allah, forgive those who have come before us. Those of Iman who have come before us. Is the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'een not included in that dua? Is the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'een are they not included in this dua? Alladheena sabaquna Those who have come before us, those of iman who has come before us. The best of those being the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah ta'ala tells us that we must make dua. For them. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says make dua, can we speak bad of them? Can we speak ill of them? All of them. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward all of them for the sacrifice that they had to endure for this deen of Islam. Because Alhamdulillah because of their sacrifices in assisting Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the deen of Islam has reached all four corners of the world may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the understanding insha'Allah ta'ala more so may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us to realize the merit and the virtue of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'een. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us 
to follow in their footsteps. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barakatuh. Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa barakatuh.